Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. It's the Growing in Grace podcast, and Cap, I marvel and am astonished and amazed at um, how good you sound uh, over this. We have, now both of us have high-speed internet. We've been dealing with dial-up all these years. No, I'm not. (laughs) There was a time, right? Did we do do podcasts while there was dial-up? I would... I would imagine I, I I'm not sure. So up at the radio station, what did we? Well, we did telephone then. We did over the telephone. We did telephone for a while. You'd be at home recording, right? And yep. I'd get on a speakerphone or a telephone. Yeah. So we did that, and then when we started doing it online, wasn't it Yahoo Yahoo Messenger? <laughs> Yahoo Messenger. Yep. Yeah. We oh, did man, Yahoo Messenger. Oh man, we're bringing Messenger. back memories here now. Yeah. We never did it via ICQ, but that's how you and me used to uh, remember ICQ. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that really rings me. That sounded just like it. <laughs> but we were so gung ho on that. Wow, we can we can talk over the internet. This is so cool. Oh, this is I so mean, awesome. For, for years, for years, since our grandparents were children, probably we could have picked <laughs> up the phone and talked. But there was something about getting on the yeah, computer and right, doing it exactly. <laughs> We had our home phones. I don't know if I had a cell phone back then, but yeah, it was it, it, was, so... it was like high quality walkie-talkie. Yeah, right, exactly. And whether it was over dial-up or not, I can't remember. But yeah, so Yahoo Messenger, we've done Skype, and we've done we've done Facebook, um, whatever you call it, Messenger, where you can do. And we're using Teams right now. But um, it is kind of cool. We, you and I, this is just off the t- off the subject stuff. We won't talk about it for too long. But we, we were get, we're getting new internet service in our in our town. Uh, we've had one basically one option. I had I had CenturyLink, which was the dial up or not dial up, but DSL is sixty megabits per second. You know, I had that for fi- the last five years, and finally, I'm I'm on the the cable thing now. But we're getting fiber, we're getting uh, some some new options in town, and so we're kind of excited about that. Yeah, I mean, we we've had uh, you know, other communities near us have had uh, fiber options and so forth uh, that were done locally, and now our town is doing the same. And there's also some independent companies who have fiber coming in too. So yeah, we're. We're doing a few hundred uh, megabits right now, correct? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of fun, and and it will get faster. So, and and it will cost less. So right, that's all good. Especially all over right, the fourteen point so. four and fifty six point whatever, uh, uh, whatever it was. It's a very very slow dial up. So let's get on with the podcast. <laughs> well, you started out the program by talking about marveling and being astonished, and those were words that. Paul used in Galatians chapter 1, uh, verse 6. The ESV says, I am astonished. I think it was the New King James said, I marvel at you. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace, in the grace, in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. 
Not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. And he goes on to say this, But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preached to you previously, let him be accursed. As we've said before, I'll say it again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. So he felt pretty strongly about that. Anytime you go to repeat something in writing, um, that's probably a pretty big statement. Um, And what is Paul talking about here as he writes to the Galatian people here, the people around Galatia. And we've spent a lot of time in this book. I think I've mentioned before, it's one of my favorites, because Paul was going to break down this other gospel as one that is, and and this is typically typically the case even today in churchianity, and that, that is the different gospel deviates, to some degree at least, from the the grace of Jesus Christ and begins to try to steer people, direct them, sometimes really subtly, to a a ministry of works, a ministry of trying to establish their own sanctification, their own righteousness, uh, their own holiness, and and their, their own acceptability to God, because we have to work at it, right? I mean, you can't, grace sounds too good to be true. You got to be careful of that grace stuff. People will warn you about the dangers of grace. <laughs> and and Paul goes on for the next, what we call five chapters or so in the book of Galatians, from this point until the end of the, of the letter, uh, he begins to explain to these people that you've been, you've been hoodwinked, you've been bewitched, don't fall for it, don't do it. And that's what he's doing here in the, in the in the pages to follow here. But this was from Galatians one six. If you're driving on the road or taking a walk and you want to look at it later, yeah, don't look at it now. If you're driving, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was talking. No, with, no matter how fast your internet is. All right, exactly. At work, I was talking with someone on the phone, and she needed a VIN number from her vehicle. I said, um. It's on the sheet here, but I got to wait till I pulled over. I'm not going to read a long VIN number to you while I'm driving. So I think this is a good follow-up to all that we have been talking about, because we've been talking about what is the gospel, what is the good news and grace. And Paul had to deal, even in these early years of the church, where he had received a revelation of the gospel directly from Christ, and he talks about it here in, in Galatians. And yet there were people in those early days and years and decades, really, that had this different gospel, which, again, as Paul says, is not actually a gospel. It's not the good news, because they, the people who were preaching this different gospel to the people in, in the Galatian church, they were teaching that, okay, yeah, faith in Christ— believe in Jesus, but you also have to add the works of the law. Now, these were Jewish people who had been under the law for all these years, and I think some of them may have just been ignorant. They just didn't understand the truth, and I think some of them were actually, as the new King James says, I think, perverting. They were perverting the gospel. They were making it out to be what it wasn't. And Paul had to stand up to this. And so what was this other gospel, which is no gospel? Again, it was a gospel, a so-called gospel of works, of, yes, 
you've believed in Jesus Christ, but now in order to further perfect yourself, in order to maintain your salvation, in order to make sure that you've got this thing down right in front of God, you got to keep the works of the law. You got to have a level of performance, and that's not the gospel. Paul again like you said this whole this whole um, epistle really was focused on that he was uh, talking about how he had to withstand peter to his face you know peter who supposedly should have known the gospel he was afraid of some of these jewish people who had come from james you know cuz peter kind of knew peter knew he had he had understood that okay this isn't just for the jews this gospel it's it's for the gentiles too and these people have freedom they have freedom in christ we don't have to do these jewish customs we don't have to keep the jewish law anymore but yet he knew that these other people who were sharing this other gospel uh, he was afraid of them and he kind of feared what would happen when they came and so when they came he would withdraw himself from the gentiles who when those jewish people weren't there he was happy to hang out with the Gentiles, knowing that you know keeping the law wasn't an issue. This performance thing wasn't an issue, but he would withdraw from them. And Paul withstood him to his face, he says. And the whole point here that Paul makes is that, hey, I, as a Jew, and all you Jewish people, we were under the law. We were under the law previously for many, many years as a people, 1,500 years really, approximately anyway, from the time the law was given till Christ came. I, Paul, in order to be found in Christ and in order to be alive to God, I had to die to that law in order to you know, bear fruit to God, in order to know God, and in order to be made alive to God. So why are you guys thinking that you need to add law to your life in Christ when you simply began in the Spirit? You began this life in Christ in the Spirit, apart from works, apart from performance, so why are you guys doing this? You, you are foolish. I'm amazed. I marvel that you are doing this. Quit it. That's not the gospel. And so he does spend most of the entire epistle telling them about this. Yeah. Um, it's amazing, especially when you consider the context of our last few programs. Um, this, this is kind of what we've been hitting on, people trying to become something through what they do instead of trusting in, in what God did on their behalf. Remember the commercial with uh, the dog treats? They were called bacon strips, and, and, and the dog is, bacon, is bacon, saying— Bacon, Yeah, they tasted like bacon. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a play on words there where he'd say, Bacon, bacon. <laughs> he really wanted bacon, but he was begging for bacon. Begging for bacon. Uh, that's kind of like Peter. You know, He was kind of eating bacon with the Gentiles one right. minute and had him begging for forgiveness the next. <laughs> right. <laughs> good old, that's good. Good, good old Peter, that's you know. Good. I mean, you know, the kind of this guy that was always kind of stepping out, stepping forward. Well, well, Paul kind of had to put him in his place and said, you know, it's time you pick a side here, pal, because Peter did know better. Remember the the dream and and the vision that Peter had that revealed that the law was being put aside so that Gentiles could come to Christ. You know, he met with Cornelius and all that in the Book of Acts. So he, he knew, and, and, and then we find later, probably, um, some historians might differ on this a little bit, but probably after these people who came from James came to try to put some law into these Galatian people, it was probably sometime shortly after that that Peter, Paul, Barnabas, and some of the other apostles ended up at the Jerusalem church to discuss this with James and his council there at the Church of Jerusalem about Gentiles being saved and how the law works into it and all of that. 
You know, when Paul was addressing the Galatians as he moves on into chapter two, and he brings up Peter and some of that, how he had to withstand him to his face because of what we just talked about, you know, how he would eat with the Gentiles one minute and then would withdraw when when the the Jews showed up, the Judaizers. You know, one, one thing I saw on a religious site, Joel, that is in one of these places where you can go to get answers to questions about the Bible, they, they made the statement in there that Paul called Peter, James, and John pillars. Well, he didn't really do that. He just said that they seemed, seemed to, to be. be pillars. And really the way that I would look at that is to the other people, uh, and I understand why that would be the case, these, these were witnesses to the risen Jesus, right, considered as leaders within this new movement called the way. And so in the eyes of the people, they were they were seen as pillars. Um, but then Paul kind of went and kind of knocked those pillars down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let, let me go back to what we started with real quick, because I, I, I just want to mention this so that people don't get too carried away with it. Let's see. I'm in the New King James Version here now. I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel. It's really not a different gospel, but it's different than what we taught. It's not really the gospel. It's a fake gospel. Uh, but you turn in, you're turning away. You're turning away from him. What, what, what do you think that means, Joel, when he says you're turning away from him to, to go for this fake gospel? Yeah, well, yeah, they're turning away from grace, and he talks about you know having begun in the Spirit, and they're turning to works, performance. Yeah, so the funny thing is... <laughs> I've seen legalists use this. It's it's not funny, but it's it's a little comical. I know where you're I, going. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> legalists will say, see, right here, the, he's telling them that they're turning away from God, which shows that you can lose your salvation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they're not considering <laughs> the, the topic on which he's talking about. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> taking that verse right out of context. Yeah, he's he's explaining to them that you don't want to go back to works, you want to stay in grace. Anyway, uh, with that in mind, I would point out when, when Paul said, I'm amazed, I'm astonished, I marvel that you're turning away so soon from him who called you in grace, and, and you're chasing after works again. That's obviously not going to get you there. That That doesn't mean that they're no longer saved. It just means that they're heading in the wrong direction when it comes to the message of the gospel. Sometimes we, we think the message and and God himself are, are kind of synonymous, and that, that's just not always the case. Yeah. You know, he, he, he goes on to say in chapter 3, This only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit— are you now being made perfect by the flesh? So they were, you know, it's like you said, it's not that they were losing their salvation, but it's just that they were adding something. They were adding what they thought they had to add in order to further perfect themselves or become mature or to grow or to make themselves more right with God as they went, as, as time went on. Even somebody, some people might call it that they were trying to sanctify themselves more, uh, growing in, in all of that. Um, and Paul's saying, no, it's it's really, really simple. You were saved by grace. It's yeah, they, they were trying to acquire what was already what was, theirs. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and instead of taking, uh, instead of giving God the glory, they were going to try and take some credit for it. Right. It was a flesh trip. And you know, usually in the church today, when you hear people talking about the flesh, 
they're talking about all these bad things that people do. But Paul was saying, no, you're, you're adding the law. You know, the law is good, just, and holy. That, you know, Paul had said that. And th- so they were trying to add this to their lives in Christ, and that was the flesh. That was trying to be made perfect by the flesh. And he's saying, are you so foolish to trying to do that? That it's just the opposite in churches today. <laughs> it's like, okay, so yeah, you began in grace, but now you need to do these works. You need to start. And so what we really wanted to do today, or part of what we're doing today, is just pointing out that the last few weeks we've been talking about what the gospel is, and Paul makes a big deal in the book of Galatians what the gospel isn't and what other people were trying to make the gospel out to be. And again, today, in a lot of churchianity, it's back to what a lot of these, what was going on in Galatia at the time. People are coming in, making it all about works and performance, and Paul is saying, no, it's just about being saved by grace through faith. You began in the Spirit. It's the Spirit all the way uh, from this point on. It's, a, it's, a, it's the ministry of the Spirit in your life, not a, not a ministry of performance. And we'll kind of stick with that next week as we talk about the ministry of the Spirit and God's grace working through us as opposed to us walking according to religious rules. So stick with us next week for that right here on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace. Growing in Grace.